Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Today's episode is all about letting go of what others think. I'm going to give you the secret sauce that's going to help you get into a better headspace so you can stop beating yourself up, stop feeling uncomfortable, and start feeling confident and happy in your life. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Hey friends. So today I wanted to dive into a topic that I think really hits home for a lot of us. And it's this worrying about what others think. And you know, we all do it. We're all human. But I think what's important to know and to understand is that it all starts with our underlying beliefs. So there are some things that can happen in any given situation that creates like an unhealthy, negative, emotional reaction. And we call these emotional disturbances. And these emotional disturbances come from our beliefs, which then in turn are influenced by what others think or or what we think they think. And there is a certain kind of emotional disturbance that comes from irrational beliefs we have about ourselves, and this is called an ego disturbance. So it's where we place unreasonable demands on ourselves that, you know, are often tied to the beliefs about our wanting to be approved by others. (laughs) Hello, perfection. Hello, acceptance. (laughs) This is like... It hits right there, right? So when we don't meet these unrealistic demands that we place on ourselves, it totally impacts our self-image. So let, let me give you a few examples here. So maybe an underlying belief that you have is that you want to be a good parent. So maybe an unrealistic demand that you put on yourself 
is that you want your kids to behave well at a restaurant. Hello, Thanksgiving week. Lots of time with family, right? So maybe this is something that you believe and a demand that you put on yourself, that your kids will behave well at a restaurant. And, you know, I guess the demand is also on your kids, right? So imagine the scenario where you're out to dinner with the grandparents. The kids are bouncing on the chair, whining for dinner, you know, making a mess. And it's just all not going well. What often we end up feeling is we feel a little bit embarrassed, a little bit of shame, perhaps, because of the perceived disapproval of other restaurant patrons and perhaps even with like the grandparents, right? That's definitely going to affect your self-image, right? Your perceived disapproval from other people because you believe that by your kids not behaving well at a restaurant, it makes you look like a bad parent. That's going to affect your self-image, right? So another example of this would be perhaps you have an underlying belief that you want to be well-liked by others. Fair. We all want acceptance. We all want to connect with others. It's like a basic human need, of course. But where this can get a bit unhealthy is when we create an unrealistic demand on ourselves. So, for instance, maybe you are invited out to dinner with other moms. And so going into that night, you say to yourself, I really want to connect well with the other moms. I want to engage in conversation and say the right things. I don't want to offend or upset anyone, right? So if when you go to that dinner and it doesn't quite go that way, like you you said something that maybe rubs someone the wrong way or, you know, you're not engaging in conversation the way you had hoped, you know, or, or it's like that you think that it didn't go well. doesn't really matter, like whether it went well or not. It's what you, whether or not you think it did. This can lead This unrealistic demand of having like a perfect night connecting really well with other moms and then it doesn't go well or you perceive it didn't go well can lead to embarrassment. It can lead to shame and it can also lead to making some blanket statements about who you are as a human being. And so because of that, Because it's impacting, affecting your self-image, you might do things like avoid making plans or you're prone to canceling last minute because of these unrealistic demands, these underlying belief systems that affect how you think. So because we're avoiding situations in the case that we might fail or be disapproved of, it holds us back from doing what we want to do, right? Like making friends, having fun, right? This is where our underlying belief systems 
and the perfection and the unrealistic demands really begin to make things unhealthy for us. So how do we begin to work through some of this? I'll tell you right now, there's one thing I want to make very clear to you. Our power is in our thinking. Okay, our our power is in our thinking. So once we can begin to identify the underlying beliefs and the irrational thinking, we can change how we emotionally and behaviorally respond to it. You see, the the meaning we assign to situations, the thinking that we're doing is what ultimately impacts how we feel and behave. So one core underlying belief that we all have is approval. And this belief says, I must be approved by others to be worthy. Okay, and the need here is acceptance and belonging. It's a basic fundamental need of all human beings is acceptance and belonging. So it makes sense that a core underlying belief, there's a lot of things that can fall into this belief, but a a general category core underlying belief is approval. We want to feel accepted and we want to feel like we belong. So then the fear here is judgment and rejection. So therefore, the demand I place on myself is I expect myself to perform well and win the approval from others at all times. And if I'm not, I'm a failure, unworthy, and deserve to suffer. And you know, that might sound a little extreme. It might sound a little like, whoa, <laughs> back it up there, lady. Like that's a little, a little much, but at the depth and the core of all this, it's true. Okay. So some symptoms of this sort of unrealistic demand expectation that we put on ourselves would look something like over-concern for what others think, achievement and popularity are what determine self-worth, and perhaps you're self-critical and lack self-acceptance. These are pretty common systems, symptoms of this belief and demand, right? If you demand yourself to perform well and win the approval of others at all times, otherwise you're a failure, unworthy, then yeah, you're going to be over-concerned with what others think. Achievement and popularity are going to be really important to you. And when you don't meet that expectation, you're going to probably be a bit self-critical 
and not very accepting of yourself. So because of all of this, perhaps you end up trying too hard. You try so hard to be perfect. To be the perfect wife, the perfect mother, the perfect friend, the perfect everything. And I get it. I'm right there with you. Perfection is something that I have had to work really hard to let go of. In my marriage, I never asked for help. I was staying home, so I felt that being like the perfect wife meant never asking more of my husband. You know, that the house and the kid stuff was mine to deal with. And I felt because I didn't have a job outside the home for many years, on some deep level, I felt that my worth was tied to how much I did to keep the home running smoothly. I had to do it all myself to feel worthy. And in motherhood, I struggled big time with choosing to switch to formula instead of breastfeeding. The feeling of inadequacy was overwhelming. Like I couldn't provide for my babies in the way I thought a perfect mother should. And, you know, this was often reinforced with like subtle comments from other moms, healthcare providers, society in general. It was a big struggle for me when my babies were little. And in friendship, I never wanted to rock the boat. I never wanted to put my problems on others. I never asked for help. And I went above and beyond to do things for others because I wanted them to like me. But deep down, no one knew that I desperately wanted to fit in. To be the girl everyone wanted to hang out with. To be included. And that stems a lot from my childhood. And so these insecurities about my worth is what ultimately made me turn to perfectionism. It was my way of hiding those vulnerabilities. But ironically, it wasn't until I allowed others to see all sides of me to let them into who I was, even if it was different from them, and to let them see what I struggled with. And it wasn't until I started putting myself first, you know, not just yesing everyone, did I for the first time feel known, like truly known. And, you know, it's, it's okay if you are there too, trying too hard. We are all human and we all do it. And maybe you care deeply about what others think of your parenting. Like whether or not you're going to be judged for letting your kids watch TV. Or giving them a bag of chips instead of organic food. 
or losing your patience or choosing to bottle feed instead of breastfeed, right? There's a lot that society tells us not to do. So immediately for acceptance, back to that initial belief, right? This sort of perfectionism. If you don't live up to this demand that you've put on yourself of what it means to be a good parent, then it means you're a bad parent, right? If you believe a good parent doesn't let their kids watch TV, only feeds organic, doesn't lose their patience, and only breastfeeds, if you believe those things make you a good parent when you don't live up to that standard, when you don't live up to that expectation that you've put on yourself, it's going to make you feel like you're a bad mom for making different choices. And, on, you know, on the flip side of that, maybe you feel like you'd be a bad mom for, like, being too strict about TV or not letting them, you know, have all the sugary snacks because you care deeply that they eat well. Real food, organic food. You know, or maybe it's that you really are determined to breastfeed and everyone's telling you to let it go, right? You can feel like a bad mom in that situation too. It's all about perspective, right? No matter what side of the coin that you're on, what combination of things that you are, If you feel like you're not living up to the expectation, then you're going to feel like a bad parent. And, you know, all these intruding thoughts can become so overwhelming. You're not a good enough mom. You're not a good enough wife. You work too much. You're a bad mom for working. You're a bad mom for letting your kids watch TV. No one wants to be your friend. Gosh. We can be so tough on ourselves. And you can see how these thoughts, these negative, mean thoughts that we have in our heads about ourselves, can totally influence our emotions and our behavior. Duh. (laughs) You know? So it starts with changing those thoughts, right? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to do this little exercise with me, okay? So I want you to replace your irrational belief This, I must be approved by others to be worthy. And change it to, I have value as a human being simply by being my authentic self. And I desire love only from those who appreciate me and recognize the good in me. I'm going to repeat that for the people in the back. Okay. I have value 
as a human being simply by being my authentic self. And I desire love only from those who appreciate me and recognize the good in me. Okay? Know you are worthy just as you are. And I want you to remember that this is a journey. Remember you're human. We all have irrational beliefs sometimes. But your power is in your thoughts, in your perspective. This is where you get to a healthier place by changing your thoughts. You have permission to let go of perfectionism, to be authentically you. To crave acceptance, as we all do, but from a place that is healthy. From a place that is of true acceptance for who you are. Not Instagram or your mother-in-law or the voice inside your head telling you that you aren't enough. As you live your beautiful, messy life in all its glory... You'll empower others to do the same. To celebrate our humanness, imperfections and all, what a beautiful world it could be. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinguist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.